0: Hey everyone, it's uh, Charles Velasco, and I'm the team leader of the Velasco team Marie Remax Gold, and also the owner of Life in Sacramento. And today we have some special guests. We have Josh Takimoto and Deb McCollum, who run the Connectable podcast, where they create connections through relatable conversations. So, how are you guys doing today? Hey, what's
1: up? Good. How are what's you? What's up, coming? man? It's good. To, it's good to see you again. Thanks for having us.
0: Yeah, man, I'm so excited to have you guys on, and. Yeah, just just random question. Like, what made you guys start Connectable Podcast?
2: Oh, do you want to take that away, Josh? <laughs> I always yeah, think, we I always think I can't yeah. tell the story or start the story or something. I could. Start- Here is what
1: happens, man. We I start the story, and then she typically interrupts with some details, and yeah. then I interrupt her. So basically- together we'll get this we'll get this thing out. But yeah, so we actually started podcasting about two and a half years ago. And we started a podcast called the Character Combine Podcast, and it's a a organization here in Sacramento, a nonprofit that was designed to reach out to coaches and athletes. Uh, specifically at the high school level and to help them understand how to make character a priority on and off the field while at the same time uh, not watering down competitions like how do you make character and competition work together to not only create the best athletes possible but also create the best human beings possible and so you know the event we did they did an event for quite a while and then they stopped the event and I said hey I would love to continue this message you know moving forward so would you be cool if I started a podcast so like yeah absolutely so I said okay cool and so then I started thinking about this podcast and, and thinking about what it would look like. And I got to the point where, like, I would love to do this with a co-host. Like, it's fun doing a podcast by yourself, I'm sure. But I think it's way more fun to do it with a co-host. So I started going through some different people and different ideas. And, you know, at, around the same time, my sister and my wife actually met Deb um, at a Bible study. And, uh, you know, and then through that, Deb started hanging out, you know, around the family more and around us. And, and Deb It was like a fourth friendship. Yeah. like
2: afford, like I made them become my friends so anyway okay keep going
1: yeah and then I like to say through that once I found out she was a coach and a teacher and a, uh, an assistant athletic director I hijacked their friend for my for my podcast host um, and it's actually funny because initially when I reached out to Deb I, I reached out to my I talked to my wife I said hey could I reach out to Deb do you have her number for this co- po- co- uh, co-host thing and she's like yeah she'd be great and so I talked to Deb. We had about, like, what, a 30-minute conversation? But, and I thought, yeah. okay, perfect. She sounds like she's interested in doing this podcast thing with me. <laughs> and then later at my, at my wife's baby shower, which Deb attended, my wife came home, and she said, you may want to talk to Deb because I don't think she realizes what you're like, asking of her. I think she thinks you're asking her to be a guest, not a co-host. I said, really? I, th- I thought amazing. I made it pretty clear. And then I talked to Deb. She's like, oh, I thought I was going to be, like, a guest for one episode. I said, no, 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 you're a co-host for the entire thing. And so and uh, I was like, after we got and then that, and I iron- was like,
2: "Why? Why do you?" <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> and then once we got that ironed out, it's like perfect. Let's do this thing. And so we did a little over 120 episodes over the course of two years, and we got to a point where we're like, you know what? Before and after the show, we're actually talking about other things besides sports. We're talking about life. We're talking about just you know goofy stuff that happened throughout the day. And so we thought, hey, it would be a lot of fun to do another podcast, but make it a lot more. Uh, you know, make the, the range of topics wider. Let's, we love connecting yeah. with people. We love talking to guests. We love talking about random things, but maybe we can expand beyond sports. Maybe we can expand to other topics and other guests. And so we're like, hey, let's do this Connectable podcast. So uh, for a while we were doing both. And at this point we're just doing Connectable. So we're about 30, okay. 31 or 32 episodes in. And
0: yeah.
1: yeah, it's been fun. We've got to connect with awesome people like yourself and others. So it's been fun. Here we
0: are. Yeah. And are most yeah. of the go- uh, guests uh, from the Connectable podcast, like, are they mostly in Sacramento or are they all over the place?
2: Um, a lot of them are from Sacramento and a lot of them, I mean, they're from all over the place too. I mean, we had our first international guest from Canada. Is that right, Josh? No. <laughs> so like,
1: yeah, Erin, Romeo, yeah, yeah she's a, a food, she's called the food uh-huh. prep princess. Right. Yeah.
2: So, you know, once when the pandemic hit, it was, you know, jo- Josh and I were studio recording once the pandemic hit, we were like, what are we supposed to do now? And so we were trying, we tried Skype one time, didn't work very well, no offense to Skype. Um, and then we tried Zoom and then, um, and then all of a sudden, we're like, this is actually really cool because now we're getting guests out of state, like just across like the, you know, you know the US yeah. and it was really, we would never have been able to speak with those guests otherwise. So now that we have been recording via Zoom, so basically since the pandemic started, we've had guests outside of Sacramento um, and like across yeah. the country
0: and, and what's so, nice about this is like it's really quick too like it's like mm-hmm. wherever you are just load up your laptop 30 minutes you know like and you could start getting on with the content and, but compared to before it's like someone would have to commit like one to two hours driving there one to two hours back people take time to get ready but it's more of like it's natural and it's, it's easier to do right it's, it's a lot easier for you as a schedule stuff now mm-hmm. compared to before
1: Oh yeah, Yeah. for sure. Well, yeah, I I think so. At least for me, Deb, I don't, I can't speak for you, but for me in, you know, I was actually talking to your producer beforehand, you know, for me at one point we're like, Hey, once, you know, once things start opening up again, maybe we can get back in the studio. But, you know, uh, my wife gave birth to our second child uh, about eight weeks ago. And all of a sudden I realized, man, this zoom thing is actually, it was an inconvenience at first. Now it's really convenient for me because I don't need to leave the house Mm -hmm. to record. So Um, especially in these er early stages of her of her life so i'm like you know what uh for me personally it's been really really easy to record and like you said charles doing it in studio is great because it's a there's a more personal feel the connection is better the conversation is better but you do have we we did lose some guests because they're like hey you know where you guys record is just too far i can't go there or you know hey i'm stuck in traffic i can't do it with zoom we've been able to avoid a lot of that stuff so you know as much fun as it is to record in person there have been some some major benefits so for me personally i think it's been a lot easier to to schedule things i don't know about you deb
2: yeah no i agree and it just and more and just more fun like we get guests from like we said out of state and um yeah it's just more convenient um the only time it's not fun is when zoom decides to disconnect over and over again and oh. you know all the fun technology stuff but other than that it's um it's been pretty cool
0: nice and yeah i i totally agree with you guys it makes it so much easier mm-hmm. like because the time it takes to get there get prep mm-hmm. dude it's like a full full half day already mm-hmm. but now mm-hmm. it's a lot quicker especially how, how long does it take for you guys to get a guest on the podcast kind of like from the moment you book their like the meeting with them to like getting ready prepping stuff like that
1: Man, it, it, it kind of varies. It depends. You know, some of it depends, cause, you know, usually our first method of reaching out is in Instagram DMS. Um, that's how that's how we got connected with you. Um, we kind of started having a conversation um, and it kind of depends on how quickly they respond or if they respond to the DMS. Some people we've had some people like yourself responded super quick, makes it super easy. Other people don't respond at all, which is fine. Like we don't get our feelings hurt. And then some people where it gets a little trickier is when some people respond, but like a month later. It's like oh well we're booked out for like two months now and i wish we would have had this conversation before but usually you know once we make contact with the person uh we try to set a date we send everybody a few options and we let them know it's like, hey we do this during zoom we do this at eight o'clock at night and you know these are the dates available are, are you down to do it and then usually there's like yeah send, we'll set up this date and then we're good to go so right now we're booked out until i think the early august we have people out, booked out from early august so Which is which is good and bad sometimes, and I'm sure you know as Charles. Sometimes you set a date too far ahead, and then people forget about it. If you set it too soon, then it's not you know they're not able to do it. So, trying to find that balance is is kind of tough sometimes. But roughly, that's kind of how it how it goes. Yeah,
0: yeah, and and, and it's really tough doing this, uh, doing all this social media stuff, this podcast stuff. So it's like glad like I have a team behind me doing it, and you guys have a team as well. It's like man, it's just so many different things to it. And then on top of that being fully present during the podcast as a chat, like, you know, it's like, there's so much things going on in life.
1: Yeah. Oh man. Like all, all the time. Well, especially in, we've talked about this before because of specifically because of my situation and my family situation, Mm -hmm. like eight o'clock. It's like, it's like dad recording time, like eight o'clock kids are down. This is when I can do it. But at the same time, we're also aware that guests are coming off a full day's work. They have their own families. And so, you know, we try to be as respectful as we can, but it's also tough because for me personally, it's just eight o'clock is the best time to do it. And uh, we've we've definitely uh, made jokes before where some of our guests are, or Deb, I don't want to call Deb out, but has looked a little sleepy on the podcast before. Oh, it's like, her. I think Deb's about ready to fall asleep right now. Uh, <laughs> just because it's so late and she had a full day of craziness at work, but you know, you do what you do, right? Like you do what you can do and just get it done.
0: Yeah, definitely. And then yeah. when it comes to like, uh, tell us about yourself. So Deb, like, What's your story? Like what brought you to Sacramento? What attracted you to Sacramento, stuff like that? Or like, what do you do in Sacramento as well?
2: Wow, okay, so um, I've played sports my entire life. I played um, uh, college softball. And uh, so what happened was just trying to pick my major in school, I bounced around different schools. I went to Kansas City, played ball for a little bit, came back to California. Um, I'm originally from Merced about an hour north of Fresno is what I or or about an hour south of Modesto I always say that because no one knows where Merced is so anyway um, I ended up um, finally fell in love with uh, kinesiology and then found out about you know how to be a PE teacher Um, loved it and you know um, uh, at the time I was married so ended up getting my teaching credential that's when i moved out here to sacramento um, i actually moved out here to find a teaching job while my then husband was trying to um, go, uh, go to law school and so the whole reason for me being here Sacramento there's a funny story behind it i actually didn't want to come to sacramento at all <laughs> not because of the town but i had gotten a job in um in berkeley because we were living in the bay area for a short time and i got my first teaching job in berkeley And the day that I got my first teaching job, and this is like a month after interviews, like I worked, like I was just so proud of myself for getting my first job. Uh, My then husband said, nope, we're moving to Sacramento. I just got, you know, a scholarship to go to McGeorge. And I almost told him, you can go. I'm going to (laughs) stay because I got a job (laughs) and I was just proud of myself. Anyway, so I came to Sacramento kicking and screaming, Um, ended up with the best job like ever, um, I'm a PE teacher at Sheldon High School, as part of Elk Grove Unified. Um, ended up, you know, coaching softball there for five years on the varsity level. I'm an assistant athletic director currently, and still a PE teacher there. Um, and. And so that's how that's how I got here to Sacramento. And then, of course, and so, you know, just disclosure, like uh, so it's obviously I said before my then husband. So he moved away. I ended up staying here, which was the ironic part is I did not want to come here. And so when we split, he moved back home and I stayed here, loved it and just wanted to make more friends. And that's when I met, you know, so, you know, coming to you know, the podcast part of the story, that's when I met um, Josh's wife and sister um i'm just very social i just will talk to anybody and you know of course i forced them to be my friend and then that's when we started doing dinner dates we started going to each other's houses and that's how i met josh and then you know going right into the story of how we said how we started the podcast so that's how in, in a brief nutshell that's how i got you know to yeah. be where i am today
0: and, and that story is pretty funny because most people that moved to sacramento mm-hmm. are just dreading it at first and then they move here and they absolutely love it yeah like no one thinks like oh yeah i'm gonna move to sacramento yeah, yeah. And like enjoy it right uh, even my clients from the bay they're just like i don't know about this move it's a big move
2: mm-hmm. but then they
0: enjoy it so like that i'm, I'm glad you enjoy out here love and it. uh yeah yeah and then uh josh so like what's your story kind of like uh like what do you do uh besides the podcast like uh on top of that, like how's your family life, personal life, stuff like that. Just let everyone know about Josh.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. So I've, uh, I grew up in Sacramento. Um, I grew up in Orangeville specifically, but you know, just around Sacramento and, uh, it's weird. I've always loved it. Like I never had the desire to leave. I know a lot of people that did and I know a lot of people that like couldn't wait to get out. It just wasn't, wasn't my thing. Like I just really enjoyed it here. Uh, I'm pretty laid back anyways. So, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't looking for anything, anything crazy. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is kind of a perfect city for me. Cause it, it fits my personality well. Um, but other than, other than growing up here, um, I work, I work for the state full time and then I do this podcast thing. And then also full-time husband, full-time dad of two little girls. And that keeps me, that keeps me pretty busy. And so on yeah. top of the podcast and all of that, it, you know, certain, some days get pretty, uh, pretty wild here, but, uh, I love, I love all of it, man. Like it's just, it's been a blessing in my life for sure. And, um, yeah, man. So it's, it's, it, I, I hate to say it's, it's not boring by any means, but, um, you know, not, not too much craziness goes on You know, outside of family. That's my, that's my main focus right now is, is family and, and being a dad and a husband. So, and then obviously a podcaster yeah. on top of that.
0: Yeah, man. Well, you have a lot on your plate actually. Cause like being a full time, that's like a full time dad, having a podcast, working full time, like, you know, like, that's a lot of stuff to like juggle it's a lot of stuff
1: man i have to keep i have to keep buying bigger plates because uh stuff (laughs) keeps getting added to it so it's starting to pile up high but yeah the thing is man i'm I'm passionate about this stuff like i'm passionate about my family i'm passionate about the podcast and so um and you know this man like you're you're crazy busy too like when you're passionate about something like you find ways to make it work and you find ways to get the stuff done so that's just the the place i'm in and and shout out to my mom too like my mom my mom's like that my mom is a a grinder for sure so uh, i think i got it from her
0: yeah that's really good yeah and, and then uh a random question but how did you get to where you are josh like kind of like talk about your story like because uh, working for the state is like a very popular career in sacramento and then like kind of like talk about uh your your work life and then talk about kind of like the connectable podcast like how did you get to the point uh let's start with uh, your uh real job first and then you, we'll talk about connectable after
1: yeah, so it, so it's kind of a weird thing. So I, I started with the state a week after I graduated from high school. So um, graduated from high school, jumped into that job and then have, have kind of worked my way up since then and but you know ever since I think since what, I graduated high school in 2006, from 2006 to I don't know, 2010, uh, 10, about 2010, um, I was doing the state in school and going to Sac State wow. and Sierra College in Sac State and then uh, I ended up getting a part-time job with a, a non-profit called, it's called uh, the Alliance for Compassion and Education Development here in Sacramento, and wow. they had a bunch of different nonprofits that they do some just really incredible work that they're doing, and the one that drew me into that was the Character Combine, which we, is where we started podcasting. And so, you know, once I got involved in that and I was doing a bunch of different stuff, I mean, uh, you know, there was an organization called Be Change that was under that umbrella. It was... Um, we were working at Oak Ridge Elementary School in Oak Park and doing a running club after school. And then there was Evening of Dreams, which is uh, a prom event for kids or young people with special needs. And then obviously the Character Combine focused on uh, coaches and athletes. And so I got, I got involved in this whole world part-time and still doing the part-time state thing. But then I got involved in this um, nonprofit. And then that's where my, my passion for all these different things my passion for um, communicating with athletes and coaches like i've always loved sports but like actually working with coaches and athletes and working with people in the community that's what that passion really developed and i'm like oh this is like i feel like this is something i would love to continue doing in some some way shape or form and so you know because of that um like i said my passion continued to grow and then through that it, it led to the podcast so um like i said i i do the i do this the state thing full time now and it's a it's been a like guess a huge blessing as far as finances for my family and and the uh, security of of that but like I would be lying if I said like the the podcast and these other things that I was doing over the years weren't my my true passion and so um, but yeah like I said with Connectable man we just love connecting people with people and connecting other people and I think that's the the beauty of podcasting I've listened to podcasts for years like before it was even popular I was listening to podcasts at work and the thing I loved about it so much was that you're just basically listening to in this case, three people talking about something yeah. and it might spark an idea. It might prompt you to go after something that you're passionate about. It might introduce you to a brand, and organization that you were never familiar with, and all you're doing is listening to it, whether you're driving at work, working out, you're just listening to these people talk and you feel like you're part of that conversation. Yeah. And so I'm like, man, I, I love this medium. And so it took me a while to finally get going on my own. But once I once I started doing it, I'm like, man, I, I love this because and especially now because they're so big. You have access to some of the greatest minds, the most creative people in the world, and it's yeah. free. Like you download on your phone and it's you get really to listen to them talk for fun. 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? It's wild. And so, um, man, I just, yeah. I just love it. I've loved it for years and I finally you know, got the guts to do my own and it's been fun.
0: Yeah, man. And like I could tell you guys really enjoy what you guys do, especially with Connectable Podcast as well. And then, uh, Deb, do you want to talk about uh, your story as well? Like, or how did you get to where you are?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, like I said, like I have a sports background, you know, an athletic background and, uh, and I, you know, got a PE teaching job. I love it. Absolutely love it. And um, I was, it's funny because with podcasting, like looking back, even teaching. So those two things, you obviously, you have to be very social. You have to be able to carry conversations. You have to be very alert. You have to just be on it. And looking back, like my younger self would be like, oh, hell no, I'm not doing that. Like I was very shy, I was very reserved. I was a pitcher in, uh, for softball and pitchers are like focused in the zone but also don't talk to me. And I'm not gonna say, they just, that's just their t- type, like their MO. They do their own work. I mean, they're team players too. So um, I was very shy, I was very much to myself. I actually had a hard time when I was playing sports, um, being a team captain. Like I would get chosen as team captain all the time. And um, I don't know if it's just because I was a, um, you know, a good um, athlete to coach. You know, because I would yeah. do whatever whatever they asked me to do. I don't care. Pull me from pitching and put me in outfield if you need me there. Like whatever. But I had a hard time being a leader. I didn't want to tell people what to do. I didn't really want to converse with my teammates. I would I would want to listen to them. Like, no, you tell me what to do. So it's really funny looking back. Me, <laughs> I'm leading teenagers, ironically now. So um, and teaching them communication skills and how to talk and how to just be you know an almost adult. So anyway, um, so I'm not sure how I got there from that. I like think about it sometimes. I'm like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what switch turned on, but um, teaching I think brought that out of me. So with communicating, I don't know if Josh, if that's what if that's what you saw when like you when um, when I first met you, like hanging out with you know your wife and your sister and your family, and obviously with the sports background and talking about it. So maybe Josh also saw like, oh, she can have conversations. She's chatty, whatever. She's knowledgeable. And so that's kind of how I think that started, you know, with, uh, with podcasting as well. And, um, I don't know that I'm good at it, but I enjoy it. And so, so that's just in a nutshell, I think that's, I think that's how I got to where I am. Something, like I said, something, you know, a switch turned on when I started teaching and, that side of me was brought out, and um, I'm not afraid or shy anymore. I don't really care what people think if I'm going to talk or say something, you know, while being respectful, of course. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's what happened.
0: <laughs> and and that, that's that's really good as well. That you figured out, like, hey, like I'm going to get out of my shell. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be out there a lot more. And on top of that, like, just getting out of your comfort zone is like a really big thing. Yeah, and that's yeah. respectable. And then how do you guys feel like you're making life better in Sacramento right now?
2: Oh, gosh, you you wanna, you wanna... I mean, I to be honest, I don't wake up every morning thinking, what am I going to do to make the world better or make life better or make someone's day uh-huh. better? Like, honestly, I don't. I just like I just do my thing. I just try to be myself. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, I do what I do because I'm hoping that it's helping someone. Um, You know uh my job you know for example i guess like i'm essentially mentoring teenagers all day long many of them hundreds of them um even like on you know during the COVID time you know on zoom i just uh, you know so i have to i i realize like i have to be careful what i say a i have to be careful what i do i need to make sure i'm modeling this i need to um it's just it's one of those things where at the end of the day after i'm done teaching I try to think of something like a conversation i had with a student you know hopefully it helped them hopefully it inspired them and hopefully it just i just want if i can make one person smile one kid smile at the end of the day then like that is that's awesome that's good enough for me and then with podcasting you know josh has opened up this platform and this opportunity for myself and him you know i can't speak for you josh you probably feel the same way but just to kind of help the community. Um, you know, when they tune in, maybe we said something that inspired them. Maybe our guest said something that inspired them. Maybe we made them laugh. I don't know. Like maybe we made them start a conversation. Um, you know, maybe they're like, Oh, I know that person, that guest, maybe like, I want to reach out to them too. I know Josh, the people that we've interviewed on both combine and connectable, those guests have made connections and have like come together to like, you know, do something with each other. And so, um, uh, yeah, so I just, at the end of the day, I hope to make someone smile at the end of the day, I guess. So that's how, you know, in answer to your question. Nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Josh, how do you feel like you're ba- making life better in Sacramento?
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree with, you know, obviously everything that Deb is saying. And I think specifically with the podcast. Yeah, like I, like I like that's kind of our tagline is, is creating connections through relatable conversation that's how I got into podcasting as a listener. I I heard people talking and just talking about things they were going through in life, specific topics that I found interesting. And then I I, I took bits and pieces of that and applied it to my own life. And so our whole goal with this is to, yeah, bring, especially for Sacramento, if we can highlight people that are doing amazing things in Sacramento, we want to do that. And then for for our audience who may be in Sacramento, they may not be aware of someone who's you know, clear across the country, but we want to bring that to Sacramento as well. So if they have an amazing organization or amazing, if they're an author or a musician or an artist, whatever they may be, if we can bring that to Sacramento too and, and give them some exposure, we want to do that too. And so I think, you know, as far as making life better in Sacramento, hopefully we're, we're helping everybody get a little bit more connected, um, bringing some fun to their, to their life. Like, you know, that's the thing with our podcast too, is sometimes we have, we've had some really serious guests who are talking about some pretty heavy things sometimes deb and i it's just us talking about you know maybe it's a serious topic maybe it's just like a silly goofy you talked about pet peeves at one point there was nothing serious about pet peeves it was just a bunch of it was a lot of fun um my brother my brother has been on the, the podcast a, a ton and it's episode six it's one of the the funniest podcasts i've ever been a part of and so people are probably going to walk away from that one thinking man that, that was a super deep episode but hopefully that gives them some joy and some laughter throughout their day so hopefully we're just you know kind of bringing some light bringing some positivity into this space and into sacramento you know we're still a small podcast but you know the people that we've connected with the people that listen to our show every week it, you know it feels like based on their feedback um you know they're they're feeling that positivity so that's kind of our that's our goal yeah
0: and then uh deb how about yourself
2: um how to make uh or sorry what was the question
0: <laughs> oh yeah how are you making life better in sacramento
2: Um, yeah, I'm just hoping to walk away and make someone smile, you know, just with my teaching and, um, you know, with, uh, you know, like Josh said, like any, sometimes, sometimes Josh and I will just have crazy conversations. I've had friends reach out to me, um, and text me and say, that was the probably most random episode, but the funniest episode I've ever heard. I was laughing so hard. So just again, like, I don't know where I don't know the walks of life that people are coming from. I don't know how their day was, but if we can just make them smile through our podcast, if I can make a kid smile, I don't know what kind of day they're having. I have no idea what's going on with their home life. Like if I could just do something silly to make them smile or make them feel welcome, even if it means stopping my class and stopping the lesson and stopping the agenda for the day, I'm going to try to do that. Um, at the end of the day, everyone just, I mean, it—I uh, don't, I don't know the scientific like uh statistics on this but smiling and laughing and like the endorphins that come from it is supposed to be like the cure like it's it sounds cheesy but it's just like the best thing ever and um, i think everyone deserves to have a little bit of joy in their life
0: oh yeah and i agree as well and then uh random question but who was your favorite uh podcast guest that you guys ever had for each of you oh, oh I,
1: man i love this question i hate and, this question uh, <laughs> she hates this question man we did a whole episode where we did a so well, let me tell you this charles so for our character combine podcast at the end of the last year we did a, a bracket so i took the the top six like the 16 most downloaded downloaded for the first half of the year and then the 16 most downloaded for the second half of the year and i put it in a bracket like a march madness style tournament and that got wild like people were super competitive and uh i I love the competition but anytime someone asks us this question deb hates it so much so i I love that you asked that question because it forces her to answer that question which is fun do you have an answer deb
2: no (laughs)
0: Just number one like most favorite like yeah
2: you have to go i'll go ahead i'll go go ahead and go if you don't if you you go first that way i can think about it
1: (laughs) okay perfect well if we're talking if we're talking specifically connectable um this podcast that we're currently doing uh you know we've had some really fun ones like you know my brother again I love my brother by far the funniest episode we've ever done uh, my buddy Travis Cole who's a, just a, a good dude we had some amazing conversations but the one you know I had a chance to interview my my favorite uh, artist Sho Baraka and he's been my favorite artist for uh, 15 16 years and so I was able to connect with him through that and just to talk to him and interview him it was one of those things where, like I never would have guessed that I would have ever had the chance to do this yeah um but again man it's just one of those things where like when you start doing this podcast thing you realize that you know it's obviously there's so many people in this world but with podcasting social media it actually kind of shrinks the world down a little bit and so so some of these people are way more accessible than you would have ever imagined so we basically i sent him an email i said hey i would love to have you on the podcast and he's like yeah let's do it like oh that was way easier than I thought. So if I had to, if I had to choose one and we've had a, a, a ton of amazing guests, but if I had to choose one for me, that was a really special one. Cause like I said, he's been a, my favorite rapper for a long time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No. If I only have to choose one, cause see what I do is I choose like a run first place, second place and third place person usually. But if I, cause I can't just pick one, but Josh probably knows this, but, um, my girl crush idol, I love her. She's awesome. And I, Podcast with her sometimes too is Crystal Rose. Um, she's just all about men, um, advocate for mental health. Health. She's a um, basically a self you know self care life coach, and she just focus. I mean, she her focus is women, but it's also like body image. Um, like I said, mental health, and she's just doing a lot of good things with working with um, women and just kind of how they feel about themselves and how they view themselves because I think for every, I think every woman needs that. So, um, I, I always, I love talking to her. She's great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then, uh, when you die, the last question uh, gets really deep. When you die, how do you want people to remember you in Sacramento? Cause all these podcasts you guys are doing, this is like, your guys is like, like you're, you're going to be able like, people are going to be still be able to like, watch, yeah. uh, re- listen to it. So, yeah. uh, a lot of, not just your po- uh, connectable podcast, but like, everything in general when you die how do you want people to remember you in sacramento
2: i just i think i want people to remember me as just someone who was just very you know someone who made them smile like i said going back to what i hope to be you know doing for sacramento um just someone. i don't know i just want them When I die, I just want them to close their eyes and see me and see me smiling and laughing and just being like a goofball that I normally am um, with, you know, just in a social setting. Um, I just want, and and of course, like, I want to have a positive effect. I can't have a positive effect on everyone's life all the time. You know, that's impossible. But um, I just want them to feel good when they think about me and how I made them feel. And I hope that I made them feel good. Um, And, I mean, it's just as simple as that. I don't really... I'm not sure what else, but it is cool with podcasting that it's kind of out there forever and it's kind of a legacy being, you know, held like, um, you know, just personally for me. So my mom passed away when I was 17. Like I would love right now to like hear her voice if she were on a podcast, if that makes sense. So like just any loved ones who have like, you know, passed away, that would be so cool to just be able to listen to their voice and like hear hear their laugh again and stuff like that. So I hope, I don't have kids myself, but just for my friends and family and every, you know, anyone that I'm close with, I hope that, um, anyway, I hope that I left joy behind, I guess.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and that's really good. And on top of that, videos are out Mm -hmm. there too. Like like if you do like YouTube videos, that's gonna be really cool like in like 20 to 40 years when Mm -hmm. everyone's seeing like all their family members on YouTube videos and all that stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Josh? Like when you die, how do you want people to remember you in Sacramento?
1: Yeah, and I I know I've said it a few times already, but uh, for me, man, first and foremost, as a a dad and as a husband, I want to make sure that I'm leaving the very best legacy that I can for my family and for my kids. um, So that when they do go back and and see those YouTube videos or listen to the podcast years down the road, um, you know, the things that I'm saying here matches what they saw at home and the, the life that I lived off the mic. Um, that's what, that's my, my main focus in life is making sure that I'm doing the very best by them. And so that it sets them, sets them up for success and an amazing future. And that, um, you know, like I said, the legacy that I leave, you know, even w- once I'm gone and once I pass away, like that, my legacy continues to live on through them. Um, and the, the, the other thing too is, you know, I guess, I don't know if it's really a quote, but I guess a phrase or saying is my favorite one is, uh, you know, uh, work hard, stay humble. And yeah. it's just super simple, but I, I, feel like it just applies to any area of life that you're in. So I want to know as someone in Sacramento that if things are, are not going well at all, and I'm in some really challenging moments that yeah. I'm still working hard, I'm still staying humble. And if I reach crazy levels of success, I'm still someone that they can look back on. It's like, Oh, he's still working hard and he's still staying humble. And so that's how I would like to be remembered in Sacramento. Once I, once I'm gone,
0: Yeah. And and I know that's a pretty deep question, but I ask everyone as the last question because I love it, man. Yeah. It makes you think like all the stuff we're doing now is helping the future. So especially of our community and area like Josh, would would you have imagined that Sacramento is where it's at right now when you were growing up?
1: Oh, man. No, no, not at all. (laughs) Not at all. You know, the crazy thing about that, too, is and I know you're you're even you're like you're way more connected than we are, man. But when you like as you start to realize and make more connections you realize how many dope people are in sacramento you know i mean like you when you're younger you're like oh it seems like you have to go to like a bigger city to do something amazing or to meet people that are super creative or super talented and then once you get more connected it's like oh i didn't realize that person lived in sacramento too or i didn't realize that person was based out of sacramento like they're doing amazing work and they have all these amazing connections and they're so well respected in their in their craft and so you know Seeing it from that perspective now is is pretty cool. You know, what I mean, like I can think of like a handful of people right right now off the top of my head. It's like, oh, they're incredibly talented, and oh, they live here in Sacramento, and they have no plans on leaving because they love it here that much, and they're they're that invested in the community. So, no, man, I'm with you. I, I couldn't have imagined that it would look like it does right now. And I think, you know, I've even you know, again, growing up here, I remember people specific people that once they graduated from high school, they're like, I can't wait to get away from this place. The funny thing now is when you see them on social media they might be the biggest advocates for sacramento like they're back here and they might like they're like like they have like a bullhorn screaming from the the top of uh, the you know downtown buildings like saying how amazing sacramento is like that's weird because no, that, you know 15 years ago yeah see there we go so you know it's like, it's, yeah it's a completely different mindset shift and it, obviously like your life and things change and your perspective changes but it is funny when you see that it's like they're just you know they're on fire that passion about sacramento now so it's it's cool to see for sure
0: yeah and and i'm excited for the things we have going on for our city too because man it's it's incredible like all the things that we have to offer and kind of like all the different things we can do now so yeah
1: it's it's amazing that's amazing for sure yeah i'm from
2: i'm from a small cow town called merced so i've always been impressed with sacramento and i always will be this is why i've never left so in terms of like that question like i have no idea what it looks like way back when you know we were little. josh was little but anyway i just had to throw that in there i love i love it here like i said i came here kicking and screaming and now i don't want to leave
0: oh yeah and it's it's nice that like you're so close to like everything
2: yeah oh yeah it's <laughs> oh, oh, the yeah. best part yeah we think 20
0: to 30 minutes is a far drive
2: isn't
1: that crazy yeah <laughs> Yep. hey man yesterday i was in tahoe we just went up for the day and came back the same day and it's like it's not even a problem you know what uh, I mean? how many
0: uh, hours was that
1: like uh it, it was super quick i don't wanna, i don't want to out myself and how fast i was driving but it was uh, we got there quick and we got back pretty quick we'll just say that <laughs> okay <All right. laughs> yeah
0: we'll, we'll just like less than two hours you'll say less than two hours yeah yeah <laughs> okay all right well yeah thank you guys so much for being part of the podcast the life and on a podcast appreciate you guys and make sure you guys thank follow you, them on social, josh and deb on social media and then follow their podcast connect at connectable podcast on instagram and all the major streaming platforms thank you guys so much we appreciate it
1: yeah oh man we appreciate the the time and the platform man thank you so much
2: thank you okay